Welcome to the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. This is your host, Big Jason. I'm discussing all things email marketing and answering your questions based on over 20 years of proven results, not guesswork. Hey everybody, Big Jason. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. How you doing? It's Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Every week, same time, same money time, same money channel. All right, Georgian. Hey, how's it going? If you guys can hear me okay, go ahead and enter in the chat. Yes. All right, excellent. So today we're talking about email forensic science. Don't lie to me. More importantly, don't let your list lie to you. There's a lot of uh, tells. Um, I don't know if you've seen the TV show, uh, Lie to Me. It's an amazing show. It was on for three seasons. It got canceled for some unknown reason, one of the best shows ever. And uh, the same thing applies for email. You know, your subscribers are doing things. They're not doing things. And a lot of times what I see is people make a lot of assumptions. And so do I. I'm always learning, always trying to learn. Hey, Carl. Carl is here again. Always glad to see him, Alan. A lot of different folks I see. Uh, all right. So while I'm talking, feel free to ask as many questions as you want. I know last episode I was looking at the wrong screen. I actually got the end user screen on my left, and I was looking at that versus looking on the admin side on the right. So I'm good to go. I got my notes here on the right, and we are good to go. All right. Like I said, email forensic science. We've got to get to the bottom of things, get to the bottom of what your list actually wants. All right. And this is going to assume that you know what they need, you know the market. All right. So are your subscribers, quote, unquote, lying to you? Um, what are their actions or non-actions telling you? Uh, for This is a huge example is early bird or interest list. You know, you're coming up with something and you want to get a feel of who's interested, who's not. And a lot of people recommend that you send a couple emails and whoever opts into a new list, which is kind of crazy because they're already on uh, a list, you already have their information, but that's fine. It's not the worst thing you can do, but you make them opt into, opt into a new list or the more advanced marketers will uh, do a one-click uh, interest or early bird list. So just by simply clicking, you're uh, saying, hey, by clicking this link, you're, you're telling me that you're interested in you know, X, Y, Z. Carl says he's always here if he can make it. And I appreciate that because it's actually pretty early in the morning, I believe, in the UK. Correct me if I'm wrong. All right. So the early notification interest list for either like a big product launch or even just a small promotion you're doing. It could be even someone else's product, an affiliate promotion, or a small new product that you're doing. Like I said, huge product launch. So... If people don't click or they click and they don't opt in, are they interested or are they not? Well, from what I've seen, 
lot of marketers, including some really smart marketers, the going theory is that they're not in interested. So they spend most of their time. A lot of them, they do not market to the rest of the list for the rest of the promotion. They just market to the early bird or notification list. Now, are you going to get higher conversion rates? Of course. This is a small segment. That's how you can easily increase opens, click-throughs, and conversions is by segmenting your list and not sending the same email to every single person on your list. You know, So you've got this small segmented list who have taken an action. They've raised their hand. Obviously, there's nothing magical about that. They're going to convert higher. And in most cases, there's going to be less churn, less unsubscribes because they've said they're interested. But from my experience, I've seen thousands, tens of thousands, and even hundreds of thousands of additional dollars from continuing, continuing the promotion to the people that have not raised their hand and said they're interested. So is it so what's going on there? Why are these people buying when they said where you thought they said they weren't interested? Okay, you thought they weren't interested because they didn't raise their hand and click or opt into the list, those couple promo emails you sent. Or I should say those feature pacing emails where you're saying, hey, I'm coming out with some blah, 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 you're telling the story, and you, you think you're so clever, you're so persuasive, and if someone doesn't opt in or someone doesn't click, obviously they're not interested, or are they? Well, like I just said, from my experience, yes, they are. So you have taken some other things into consideration. What is the market sophistication to your list? Uh, the different personalities on your list. Maybe you're just not hitting the right trigger on those couple future pacing emails where you're telling them uh, about the new offering or the new affiliate product. It's an amazing story of how it's going to impact their life. And you only uh, want to market to people those are really interested. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to slam the rest of your list who hasn't raised their hand because uh, for a lot of them, possibly it's true they're not interested, but more often than not, I find you don't have to do a lot of churning. It's not a higher rate of unsubscribes if you do it right because you're going to continue the story. You're going to continue to provide value. You're going to keep things interesting, not boring, and you're not going to be shoving it and slamming it down their throats. And again, this is from my personal experience sending the emails, uh, big product launches, uh, small product offerings, including to my lists and my clients' lists, and then also to affiliate promotions. And again, you other things you have to consider. People are busy as hell. Um, they could be out of, they could be traveling during your first couple promos where you're trying to build this interest list. Uh, they could have had a death in the family. They could be in the hospital. You don't know. Like I said, different personalities. You're not hitting the right triggers. Uh, market sophistication, maybe some of them don't really get it or they don't really understand what you're trying to do. So you got to take that into consideration. And again, some people are lazy. And again, busy as hell. They're just putting it off. Scarcity really is going to bring out who's really interested. Time and time again, I've seen the last second 
50%, sometimes 75% of sales will come in towards the end just because people are as lazy as hell. I had one uh, product launch. It was doing okay, but not as well as the product creator wanted. Uh, running around with their heads cut off. They wanted to change everything up. And I said, no, guys, we're just going to continue the course. And remember all those things I suggested we do on the last day? Well, we're going to continue to do it. And I guarantee you it's going to kick ass in $1.5 million in the last day. And I've seen it myself on my personal list promos where I, I've, you know, had thoughts creep in like, wow, no one wants this. This is the worst promo I've ever done. And then all of a sudden, usually midday, uh, 6 p.m., 8 p.m. Uh, at night, ding, 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 start flooding in. So just keep that in mind. And again, it's not about flooding the people that haven't opted into the early bird, the, um, the interest list, right? It's just not assuming that they're not interested. Oh, speaking of scarcity, um, have you seen the new email countdown timer by Jason Bourne's big brother, Jack Bourne? <laughs> My friend Jack Bourne, let me see here. Right, so on the right side of your screen, you should see the ultimate email countdown timer. I just used it today. I'm going to be split testing it with some of my clients because um, I've tried some other ones and they suck. And he's just launched it. Uh, the URL is emailresponsewarrior.com forward slash countdown email, C-O-U-N-T-D-O-W-N email, emailresponsewarrior.com countdown email. And he's got a promo where you can get the basic version for free, but it's got some branding on it, but you get this, you can upgrade to the pro version for nine bucks. I've already used it, it works great. I'm gonna continue to be testing it in my emails and it works on web pages as well. So you definitely wanna check out what uh, Jason Bourne from the Bourne Supremacy, uh, what his big brother has to offer. All right, still got a little bit more about uh, email forensic science, but it looks like we have a question, so let's see. All right, someone's actually already bought. They haven't used it yet. Um, yeah, definitely. The one thing that I would test is maybe not using it so early in the promotion. So if you're promoting something for seven days rather than using it the first few days and maybe use it the night, uh, night before or the same day that it's closing down. I've seen um, a pretty significant difference sometimes doing that. All right, Carl's got a good question. Uh, what do you recommend as a good communication medium? I'm assuming you're talking about uh, for this early bird, uh, this interest list. Reply to email, blog form with questions, or survey, like SurveyMonkey. I don't know why. I don't think I should be giving this out on my free weekly video show, but... This kicks ass over SurveyMonkey. I, like, I still today do not get it why marketers that I know are really smart are sending people on their list, their client list, to surveys that have nothing to do with their email service provider. It's not tied in. That's insane. When you're doing a survey, survey form of any kind, you want it tied back into your email service provider through the use of custom fields because you want to tie that back in because then you can use it for personalization. You can 
get the right message to the right person at the right time because their answer is going to be different. And can you use that to segment your list? So you can send sometimes completely different emails to different segments. And depending on your email service provider, they actually have the code that will allow you to put a conditional statement in there where, okay, say they answered A, you're going to speak to them one way. Or if they answered B, you speak to another. You can actually do that in a single email. It's actually really easy. But, again, it depends on your email service provider. Um, I know people like ActiveCampaign has that, although they suck for if you want to do any kind of affiliate promos, they don't like that. So probably not the best choice. Or Campaign Monitor also has that. And those are not that expensive. I had some more questions, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this email forensic science, and then I will come back. But keep the questions coming. Not going anywhere. All right, so here is another part of email forensic science is following up uh, after you send an initial email about something, affiliate promo, um, your own promo. So you got opens and clicks. As we all know, sometimes opens are not um, 100% reliable. Does that mean they don't matter? No. Anybody that says open rates that don't, doesn't matter are idiots. I'm just going to go out there and say it. They're idiots. Uh, they're not an email forensic scientist. They're leaving tons of money on the table. Now, what is true is that high open rates are, is not the most important thing in an email, okay? Sometimes lower open rates are better, but definitely open rates do matter. Okay. But what about clicks? So there's a lot of different ways you can follow up to an affiliate promo. You can target people that didn't open. Or you can target people that didn't click. You can target people that didn't open and didn't click. You can target people that opened, clicked, and didn't buy. So right here, from all my experience from working with lists with 2 million subscribers, million subscribers, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, the best bang for the buck, unless you've got a team of people like you know Obama's team, uh, is just to target non-clicks and clicks don't buy, okay? Because we, as you know, open rates is not 100% uh, reliable just because if they don't turn images on or if they've uh, intentionally turned them off because maybe they're like 80 and they're afraid that you're going to steal their credit card information by having an image, whatever, okay? So if you can only do one, target non-clicks. And in my experience, the reason is, again, they're just busy as hell. They missed it. Or you just didn't hit the right emotional trigger. So you missed it today, but you're going to change up the angle. The next day, then you're going to catch them. Maybe you, you rambled on a little too long. And then the next email, you're going to target non-clicks and make it short and sweet, a simple if-then statement, a la Gary Halbert, and then you're going to hit them. Okay? So... If you don't want to take a lot of time, if you don't have the time, target non-clicks. And again, if you're tracking revenue per email, which you should, then you can target clicks, don't buy. Why didn't they buy? Okay. Oh, so someone wants to know, so on these follow-up messages, you know, what am I changing? So I'm typically changing the subject line and the body copy. Now, if you do have time, you can target non-opens. Um, you can just change the subject line 
and send the email again. That works. Does it work as well? Uh, from my experience, no. The targeting the non-clicks. If you target non-clicks, you're gonna you're gonna get non-opens and non-clicks all at once. So that's why I say it's the most efficient. So I'm usually changing the body copy, um, which is basically changing the hook or the angle, and then also the subject line. So that's essentially your email forensic science course 101. If you want a more advanced course, you can get to New York with me this May for uh, McLabs Optimization Summit. Uh, you may probably heard through me, their email summit, which has been going on for nine years, their optimization summit has been going on, I believe this will be the fourth year. I've been all three years before. One year I even brought three people from Mind Valley and they were blown away. And uh, it's going to be May, I believe, 21st through the 23rd. There's two days of the conference. There's free coaching clinics where you can get free coaching. And uh, then there's a third day where you can take a value proposition course. So if from all the emails in their inbox, why should someone open up your email? Hold on, someone's making some noise over there. My wife, my lovely wife. I think that's her daughter. So where was I? All right, real life happening, people, real life. So um, biglandingpages.com, it's not an affiliate link. Uh, it just tracks, it just lets them know that, hey, but Jason is looking out for them. Uh, biglandingpages.com, it's gonna be in times near Times Square. I've never been, my wife's never been, so that should be fun. Already got my plane ticket, and I actually applied to speak, so Wish me luck, hopefully they'll choose me. Um, in addition to that, or alternately, you could uh, get my email response warrior course, emailresponsewarrior.com. A lot of people rave about it, including some really big people in email marketing, so you might want to check that out, emailresponsewarrior.com. I even have some interviews with Mac Labs on there, private exclusive ones with their head of optimization research. All right, so let's get the questions going. Any follow-up questions to that or any question about email marketing in general, feel free to fire away. What do I think about campaigner.com as an email service provider? They suck. So I signed up with them. It took over 24 hours for them to get back to me. My account was locked. I couldn't understand why. They couldn't really tell me why. They're like, oh, we need to check things out, and all of a sudden I got an email that says um, they refunded my money and it was my account was deactivated. And I said, what do you mean my account's deactivated? Like, oh, upon review, we see the, you know, the information you're going to be mailing. We don't really allow that. I hadn't mailed anything. I hadn't really set anything up. And I replied back. I said, what, email marketing information? So... I've been through some bad experiences. That's probably the worst. I mean, I couldn't even get started. And the funny thing is they have a testimonial from imreportcard.com. What kind of crap is that? So definitely would not recommend campaigner.com. They just lost out. Um, I'm thinking of trying campaign monitor. So they don't have any policy against um, affiliate marketing. Of course, it's going to be like everybody else. Um, if you get a certain threshold 
of spam complaints. They're gonna like freeze your account, say, "Hey, what's up?" They're not gonna like lock you out. They're gonna, you know, question you like, "What's going on?" Um, the only thing is, I don't like their HTML interface. They've got a lot of templates, but they don't just have a straight code editor. What you see is what you get. What they do have is templates. So once you get one of their templates and you customize it for yourself, and then you upload it, then it's kind of going to kind of be like oh, what you see is what you get editor. But I think I'm going to do it because they have some really cool features. Um, they have the conditional statements. I mentioned that earlier in the show where, say, Ben Settles is promoting email response warrior right now. So when his customers sign up, I'm tagging them already. And so... Um, in an email to all my email response warrior students, I could put a little conditional code and I can say, you remember back when Ben Settle recommended that you take email response warrior? Now, why do you think that is? If they're not from Ben Settle, I could say, do you remember when you purchased email response warrior? I'm not sure how you found me. If someone referred you or if you found me through Facebook, but do you remember what was going on in your mind? What were the problems that you were having? What did you want to accomplish? So that's just an example of some of the things you can do. And that's just a simple example. You can do a lot more stuff. Um, say if you want to get people to whitelist you, you could say, you know, if their email is has gmail.com in it, you give them Gmail instructions. Um, if they're AOL, AOL instructions. So a lot of really cool stuff. And that conditional code is easy to use. It's just getting the initial template set up, uh, getting the sections in that are going to be edible. So email response warrior students, you could take my mobile responsive template that I give you in the members area, and you could use that as a template, and then you put in little snippets of code where, okay, uh, the header, the head tag area, the footer, it's all going to be the same every single time, and then you put these little code snippets at the top of the bottom of the content area, and then through the campaign monitor interface, you'll be able to enter in your email. So hopefully that makes at least a little sense to you. Um, if you have been neglecting your list uh, for a while and you want to come back into the life, you want to provide value. And it could be someone else. It could be an expert. Uh, could be a blog post, but from my experience, um, interviews with experts. Say if you have a buddy, just just tell them. Say, hey, you know, can we do a couple interviews, a free interview, then a paid interview? I've actually done that with a really abused list, and I finished number five in a John Carlton contest. That's how I did that. Um, so you want to give away a lot of value content. Doesn't mean you can't sell but you want to provide some value and not just straight pitching. And again, you want to be interesting, not boring. Back to the uh, medium for interest list. Um, if you have a small enough list, you can do replies. And if you're just looking to gauge if there's any interest at all, you can do replies. Or if it's something exclusive, exclusive or high ticket, say like private coaching, um, you can do replies. And you can manually mark them in your uh, email service provider, or you could be putting it in an Excel spreadsheet. It's up to you. But if you have any type of list size, 
and you want to do it the most efficient and best way possible, you can create a new form through your email service provider and use custom fields to gather the answers. And then you're going to be able to use that information at a later point you know, through segmentation and using custom fields in your emails. All right, any other questions about email forensic science, anything about email? Remember, nine bucks for ultimate uh, email counter. You can actually use the animated uh, picture in your emails with a countdown timer. That expires. Really cool stuff. It's nine bucks for the pro version. Get us by my buddy, Jack Bourne of the Born Supremacy. All right, any other questions? I know Carl sometimes has trouble getting those questions in before I get off, so you can Skype me as well. I've got Skype on my other computer to the left of me. And then I see Ben has just posted, Ben Settle posted a blog post uh, promoting my product. Thanks, Ben, appreciate that. Ben Settle. Someone asked me about uh, Ben Settle. He was promoting me, and he mentioned something about um, I don't do or believe in mailing daily. That's actually not correct. I think he maybe it was loud at dinner when um, we were both at the Marketing Sherpa Email Summit. Um, I actually, that's not the case at all. I actually spent six months last year mailing every single day for a client, sometimes two to four times a day. So I have no problem my, uh, myself. I've done it on my list. So with clients, uh, myself, there's no problem. Mailing daily, if you do it right, uh, it's just not the best thing in some cases. Uh, it's not good to have a one-size-fit-all or a cookie-cutter opinion, especially when things are changing all the time. All right, some more questions. Yes. What's the question, uh, Georgian? She's got... Uh, she publishes a print newsletter that's really good for healthcare professionals to send to their patients. Struggling with conversion. She does direct mail as well as email. Not so much email because those addresses are hard to get. So what specifically is the conversion? What are you selling and how are you selling it? That's really good. Print newsletter is really good. Uh, it's a really good stick strategy. Um, it's got its, its advantages over email in some cases. And uh, direct mail is amazing. I remember, I think it was early 2000s, and I had this targeted list of Meaver Merchant Store Owners. It's an e-commerce platform, and I was known as the world's leading expert on SEO. I did email and SEO back then, just email now. And uh, for 300 bucks, I can't believe how, can't remember how many packages I sent out. It was for a live event I was doing. It's going to be small, maybe 20 or so people. And for $300, I got back 12,000. So that was huge. And I asked them, uh, there was people on my list. So I, one person I asked you about two tickets, 3,000 a pop. Um, she said, yeah, I don't, she's like, I saw one email and then I was busy at the time and then I didn't see any, I just missed the other emails. 
So you don't underestimate the ability of direct mail even today. Yes, um, I do optimize funnels. I can look at that. Um, just contact me offline. You can Skype me at Big Marketing, one word, Big Marketing. Yes, I would be willing to do an interview. Hit me up at, um, like again, Skype at Big Marketing. And if you guys are interested or wondering, I did start offering a monthly private coaching. Uh, there's two options. There's twice a month or four times a month, um, hour at a time. Um, someone from this massive golf site found me on LinkedIn and they just uh, PayPal'd me a thousand bucks today for one hour of my time. So essentially, you're going to get uh, two hours for the price of one, or four hours for the price of two every month. And I just posted that to the right of you. And again, you can switch between the offers and the chat. Just click on the uh, little text where it says the labels, chat, polls, attendees, pop-ins. Yeah, Carla, I'd be uh, happy to be your guest. Yep, we can promote email response warrior as well. Uh, over several emails, what are some different uh, strategies? A lot of times, um, I'm basically just taking one bullet from the sales letter and then just expounding on the bullet. Um, and typically, it's as simple as the ADA formula, attention, interest, desire, uh, action. And uh, the thing about ADA for emails is a lot of people, uh, in my opinion, miss out on a lot of sales, a lot of opens, is because they're only trying to attract, attract attention, which everybody is. Their competitors, are, everybody's screaming, saying, hey, open me, open me. Well, I found from my testing, and so is Mech Labs, is that most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, uh, curiosity with relevance, specificity, is going to outpull simple screaming, blind curiosity, uh, trying to persuade them to open your email or get the click. I got it, George Ann. Yeah. Um, little bunny's sounding off over there. I think she's hungry. Probably going to go get something to eat after we're done here. Yeah, someone's asking about the private coaching versus the group coaching. The group coaching is um, kind of like a mastermind. It's a lot of different people. Um, you're basically sharing your stuff or you're observing other people's um, emails and landing pages being critiqued by me. So you can either submit your emails and your landing pages for me to critique, critique in front of everybody. So it's open to members. It's not open to the public, but it is open to other members and that's twice a month, and there's no guarantee depending on how many emails I get submitted, but fortunately, a lot of people are scaredy rabbits, and uh, they prefer to watch and learn from seeing me critique other people. So if you got the balls, you potentially could get a lot of emails critiques. Um, so that's the difference. Monthly is less expensive. There's a lot of people. 
versus private, it's just you. No one's going to see your uh, marketing materials. So if you're doing extremely well and you're in a niche that you don't want your competitors to see potentially, uh, then you might want to do the private coaching because the whole hour sessions will be focused on you. And I believe, yep, I have the private coaching listed up there. So you can click on the show me more button. Um, the URL, if you're listening to the podcast in iTunes, which hopefully you are, or on my blog, BreakthroughEmailMarketing.com, uh, the URL for monthly coaching is EmailResponseWarrior.com forward slash monthly hyphen coaching. EmailResponseWarrior.com forward slash monthly hyphen coaching. And the private coaching is EmailResponseWarrior.com forward slash private slash our hyphen coaching email response warrior.com uh private hyphen coaching all right it's probably one of my longest uh episodes other than the uh, one with bon halbert so again on my blog um go to the go to the archive uh for this episode and click on the iTunes link and subscribe. That way, if you ever miss any, you're going to get notified by iTunes when a new episode is published. All right, guys, thanks for the questions. Again, you can hit me up on Skype at Big Marketing. Um, same bunny time, same bunny channel next week, next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, again, my course, emailresponsewarrior.com. I will... See you next time. Thanks for attending, and I'll see you next time. Thanks. This is Big Jason. Thank you so much for listening to the Breakthrough Email Marketing Show. For more free information based on over 20 years of proven results, not guesswork, go to BreakthroughEmailMarketing.com. I'll see you next time.